Hello, this is Master Jotty. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Today we're celebrating our 100th episode. Very special. So what we're going to do is we're going to cover the top 13 spiritual questions of all times. And I am talking all times. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. For many of you who've done the exponential intelligence, right, or becoming aware, uh, these, are gonna, these are gonna be very simplified. So what we're gonna do for the advanced individuals and for you guys as well who are really interested, we're gonna do the top 13 advanced spiritual questions of all times at a later podcast, so look out for that one. So let's just jump right in, shall we? Uh, what is the meaning of life? Okay. Uh, and again, there's nothing spiritual, nothing religious. Uh, I'm just telling you the way exponential intelligence uh, tells it to me. Uh, the meaning of life is really very different than what you expect. You know, many of us uh, think that uh, uh, that we're supposed to hear for we're we're here for a purpose. We're here for a reason. Uh, we're really not. We're actually here to understand density. Okay? That's the meaning of life. And you're going to go, well, that's not really romantic, right? Or what's the purpose of my life, right? You're going to think, well, it's here to save the whales. It's here to, say, understand God. It's here to rectify uh, whatever that we're doing. Uh, it's really not. It's for you to understand how to be here in physical form uh, in full awakening. That's what the meaning of life is about. So what you do is unimportant. What you think about is unimportant. Uh, what you strive for is unimportant. Uh, and again, you might think, well, that's kind of boring. You know, then why am I here? You know, what's this density that you talk about? So, okay, so let's just get into the science of why we're here. Okay, you are of spirit level right? Or of a higher form of a timeless being. We've created enough density or enough realization to create what we call the universe and then a living space called earth. Okay. Uh, again, really fantastic, unbelievable, say technology to create a living atmosphere where we can create enough density again to create human life and other life forms. Okay. So how did we do that? We dumbed ourselves down to the point Right? We slow down our frequencies to the point that we can create, say, heaviness or density, right? Or something that we can touch, feel, sense with the five senses, okay? What our purpose is, is to, say, create that realization, okay, without dumbing us down. To be in full understanding or in full brilliance walking here on earth in religious terms, uh, in spiritual terms, uh, they might call it, uh, walking through or seeing the earth through your spiritual eyes. That's why we're here. Okay. Let's go to the next question. Okay. What is true happiness? Right. Many of us search for if we had a relationship, uh, then we're going to be true. Uh, if we had our health, we're going to be true. If we had enough money, we're going to be true. If we... Um, you know, applied ourselves and say, got a goal, right? Achieve a goal, then we're going to be happy, right? If we have a lot of money, we're going to be happy. Uh, and, you know, I've worked on tens of thousands of people. None of that has, has made you happy. So what is true happiness? And if you've noticed for yourself, just check it out. You don't have to believe me. Look at your own life. right? You guys have accomplished goals. You guys have good relationships. You guys have got money, you know, or or middle-class, high-class uh, income individuals, okay? And again, why are you not happy? Why is there an emptiness, that void that's deep inside you all the time? 
Uh, why does that happen? You're very religious. You're very kind people. You do all the things that your religion or your spirituality says. And again, I'm not against religion or spirituality, but why is that emptiness uh, in you all the time? And then what we do, right? We want more stuff. If we had an adventurous life, right? And then we want more and more, more and more adventure. And then again, that doesn't provide, say, that satisfaction, that completeness uh, that we are looking for, okay? So true happiness, the true definition of true happiness is having your spirit okay, awakened to a level okay, and having you awakened to a level. You combine together and there is no space time. There is no distinction between, say, your spirit self, your higher self and your physical form. When you come uh, together with that realization, you are in true bliss all the time. You're in true abundance all the time. Whatever that you're doing, whether it's working, playing with your kids, uh, having an adventure, just sitting at home doing nothing, you'll be amazed at how happy you are. And you've seen people who are like that, right? They're just naturally happy. Why are they naturally happy? Because their spirit and themselves are closer together. There's no distortion uh, between the two. There's no distortion, say, between the communication between your physical form and your spirit body. So that is what true happiness is. So, uh, the next question, is there reincarnation? Uh, in EI's perspective, exponential intelligence perspective, uh, yes, there is. Okay, uh, and I'll give you solid proof of that. Uh, but uh, according to the three major religions, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, uh, they don't believe in, in reincarnation. The Eastern philosophies, uh, they believe in uh, reincarnation. Right? So uh, what does EI look at it or what I see is I see or scan people. Okay, is that I see a lot of the issues that we have come from, say, a past life experience. For example, and I'm just going to give you an example of it, and it will resonate with many of the people listening to the audio of this podcast or the video of this podcast, is that uh, say that you're always running away from things, running away from situations. Uh, you can never, you're always looking, you know, at your back. You know, you're always insecure. You're always fearing for your life, always um uh, always, well, uh, you never can trust anybody, right? So why does that happen? And this is an actually true case study. Right? Uh, as I tapped into this woman, she goes, yes, that always happens to me. Why does that happen to me? I can never get away from that feeling that somebody's always, say, running after me and I'm getting chased. I go, well, yes, of course. And why is that? Right? The reason being, a couple lifetimes ago, she basically... Not basically, she got shot, as I saw it. Uh, she got shot. And what happens with, say, uh, reincarnation is that, say, a previous lifetime, uh, in your previous lifetime, you know that you're going to die. So your spirit escapes your body before you physically die. That creates a timestamp, okay? Or uh, a timestamp is, say, a memory of your last few moments of, of, uh, of your life. Okay. Uh, so if you're in that horrid state, right, of running away or escaping from life, say that that memory pattern goes in to, say, your spirit level, okay, you don't get over it, you create another life form, you come back into this life form uh, again, and then you're always hard, you're always rushed, you're always escaping life, and that's why 
that happens. And I told you I was going to give you, uh, I was going to give you solid proof. Uh, I delete those patterns of those time loops, whether the, whether you call it reincarnation or not. Uh, I delete those patterns for you, okay? and then people's lives have then transformed. Okay? So yes, uh, in EI's perspective, there is reincarnation. <clears throat> an interesting subject or a hot subject is mindfulness. So what is true mindfulness, right? Uh, and then you might think, well, just being present or being aware of your situation. But that's not true mindfulness. You know, EI goes much, much deeper than, you know, the 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 rage that we call it today is which is mindfulness or being being mindfulness right uh you know we go we go way way deeper and 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 that's where uh mindfulness actually becomes a tool for you to transform your life okay so what i mean what do i mean by true mindfulness uh, again most people think that well if i was present right? but what does that mean you know you start to study say you being in your experience so you start to study say like a scientist uh, walking around with a pen and paper just jotting everything down if you can imagine yourself from that perspective you'll actually be more and more mindful okay, of what you're doing uh, many individuals that uh, that go through this process that uh, that we use here uh, at exponential intelligence they actually start to become aware of becoming mindfulness and that is really the key anybody can be present i mean you've heard being present or mindfulness you know throughout centuries right be mindfulness right uh, or just be aware but you know if you're aware right you're not aware of the patterns the distortions and so on that you see life through while you're being aware so that is say the distorted meaning of mindfulness what ei does for you is that you start to become aware of how you are becoming present okay or how you see yourself being present okay? uh, and that's where true mindfulness comes in if you start to become aware of how you see yourself becoming present you start to say move away from those patterns or programs and then you get to see say congruencies or say uh, parallels in your life compared to your parents life uh, your siblings life uh, your you know lovers life whatever it might be you start to see those parallels and why you guys got attracted and then from that space you actually can remove yourself uh, from those distorted say behavior patterns and that's what true mindfulness uh, is all about okay uh, we'll move on uh, this is a good one describe God if there is one you know there's many individuals uh, there's a lot of atheists you know um, there's a lot of atheists again describe God if there is one right? and, and let me just talk about say is there a God or is there not a God and then I'll describe God because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of scientific people. There's a lot of intellectual people. Okay, uh, and what they do is that they they go through the religions, they go through some some of the spiritual movements, and there's a lot of things that don't make sense. And then they go, well, you know, it doesn't make sense, so there must not be a God. 
right? Uh, I don't use the word God, by the way. I use it pure source because through religion, through spirituality, through society, uh, well, God has gotten distorted. There's a lot of negative values towards God. You think of God and you think about the time you were, uh, you know, beat up because you didn't go to church, right? Uh, that's not the true version of God. So, so, so for the atheists, uh, again, just because, uh, just because religion didn't provide you the solution, just because spirituality didn't provide you the solution, could there have been, say, another way okay, uh, that can define God in a truer purpose that makes scientific sense, that has scientific evidence behind it, okay? uh, and much more logic than you guys use Okay? to, say, define not having a God or not having a higher order. Okay? The logic that, I that is explained or the logic that explains what I do or how I transform people okay? is much more solid and much more complete than the logic that we use here in physical form. So the definition of is there a God uh, or or how do you how can you describe God? Uh, I actually see God not as a not as a man or an entity or human form uh, in any respect, uh, nothing like that at all. I actually see it uh, as a global setting. Okay? God is in every say particle of our space here. Uh, it creates the essence of us. It creates all living kind. Uh, and in short, uh, what God is, all that ever is. Uh, all that ever was, all that ever is, and all that ever will be is created from God. But whatever is created or, or cannot define God. For example, uh, love is not God. Okay, that's just a smidgen of, of what God is. Uh, you know, joy is not God. Again, that's just a smidgen. It, it's it's very say um, incomplete, right? To to, uh, it limits, say, the essence of God if you, say, attach any meaning of whatever has been described by that definition of God. Okay. So that's, uh, that's that. We will go on. So why do bad things happen to good people? Right? Uh, another age-old question. Uh, and, 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 you know, we might think, well, you know, we've done all the stuff that we can. We're good people. We go to church uh, all day long. We help people. Uh, and again, if you've noticed, it doesn't really matter. You know, there's a lot of bad people that have a lot of great things happen to them, right? That's unfair. It's not real. Uh, again, you know, it doesn't really matter. Because okay? in essence, it doesn't matter if you're good. It doesn't matter if you're bad. Right? Uh, uh, and again, if you don't believe me, take a look at, say, all the things that happen to good people, uh, the bad people. They still, good people still get cancer. They still die. They still get accidents. They still lose their loved ones, right? So why does that thing, why do those things happen? It's not fair. Is there, does that mean that God doesn't care? Does that mean that we have to, say, get even better, right? Or even suffer more uh, to, to see God uh, in its purest form or to get God's blessing? No, not at all. Again, it doesn't have anything to do with good or bad. Okay? It's just downright, uh, when you get to the basics, okay, the bottom line, why bad things happen to good people is because it's in your programming. 
It's in your DNA. The things that you've gotten from, say, your family values, okay? Or your family lineage, right? No matter, for example, I'll just give you a physical example. Say you've got heart disease, right? Why would you ha have to suffer through heart disease or cancers or anything like that? A hereditary trait, right? Uh, other issues, right? Uh, being abused, being distorted, being uh, poor, all those things. Again, it's just a program that runs underneath you, re usually derived not from your lifetime, but family structure, family lineage, previous lifetimes. Again, so it's uh, it really is about what you brought into this reality, okay? To go even deeper, okay, of why bad things happen to good people through exponential intelligence perspective is that your spirit was not awakened when you created the life that you've lived. Okay? You're just, you, most spirits, again, not awakened. Otherwise, you would have never created the life that you, li that you live. Uh, you would be in an abundant state all the time, and that's what exponential intelligence does give you, uh, again, that awakening process. Uh, so you have, well, uh, and well, most people will go, I'll have what mom has. I'll have what mom has, and then you run a pattern of your mother or your father or whoever, and that's why bad things happen to good people. Good. Are we here to learn or experience? Are we here to learn or experience or both? Right? Uh, yes, it's both. Uh, obviously, uh, you know we're a dynamic, uh, um, we're a dynamic being. Right? We're always here to grow. In fact, it's in your core level. It's in every single cell to expand and grow and transform to be your best possible self. Okay? But most of us think that we're here to learn and experience because you know, we want to, say, rectify ourselves in the eyes of God, and that's where the distortion comes from. It's really not about rectifying yourself in the eyes of God okay? or what you define uh, God as. Okay? God doesn't really care. Right? Just bottom line, God doesn't really care. Right? And I say that in the kindness of my heart uh, because no matter what you do, right, from God's perspective, always in love, and I use he, obviously it's not a he, uh, it's not a she, it's not anything like that, by the way. Um, yeah, right? uh, <clears throat> again, in God's eyes, you are perfect. Right? If you are awakened, you'd realize that you were perfect. So we're actually here okay, to experience life, okay, to understand who we are from higher value so we can awaken and understand the brilliance that we actually came from okay, and have that brilliance, have that experience, have that abundance in this lifetime to help us ascend even higher uh, as we cross over. What happens after we die? It's an interesting question. Uh, again, in uh, some of the major religions, right, we we hang out till the end of time, uh, and then there's a reckoning or a day of judgment, right? Not really true. Uh, and then there's purgatory and so on and so on that, uh, again, religions uh, uh, define uh, what happens after we die. What really happens after we die is depending on how awakened you really are. Okay? doesn't matter if you've been good or bad in this lifetime. And again, it really is how awakened you are. Obviously, the more awakened you are, the more of a good person you are. Right? So it goes hand in hand. 
Um, uh, and it's not based on whatever you've done, good or bad. That rectifies what happens after you die. You don't go to heaven. You go, don't go to hell, so to speak. Right? Uh, however, if you truly, truly believe that you're going to go to hell, well, you know, we are fantastic creators. Uh, God will allow you to create a hell for yourself. God will allow you to create a heaven for yourself. Okay? God does not judge you after you cross over. Uh, it, uh, we, that's another topic that we can talk about. Again, a much longer topic. Okay? Um, so in essence, or what I see, Okay, with the abilities that I've had through two near-death experiences that, uh, and I'll give you a couple examples. Say that, uh, say that you're in a certain religion, right? Uh, and you've been born in sin, you live in sin. Okay? What happens is that, well, uh, you're too afraid to meet your maker. So many individuals will wrap around themselves, uh, wrap around their loved ones that have been taken care of them. Uh, so they never cross over. They just wrap into, say, that person that's taking care of them, and they exist in that person. Okay? Some people who uh, commit suicide, okay? uh, they go into, say, what's called a purgatory state in religious terms. Uh, and what that means is that, well, that last few seconds of life, as they took their life, they'll live in that distorted space through the end of time, or until somebody awakens them like me, or some other situation happens that they become awakened. Okay? Um, so there's a lot of different scenarios on what happens after your life. But the most important thing that I want you to consider, okay, and the Egyptians, the Tibetans, and some of the other uh, traditions had it right, what they do is they try to awaken you as much as possible before you die, and that's why they had those death rituals and so on, as a person was, say, crossing over, okay? Let me put it in religious terms, okay? Or through religious scripture. So, so what they say is that, you know, on your last dying breath, okay, if you submit your will, okay, all your sins will be forgiven. So what does that mean? Does that mean... Well, I'm dying. I've been a, say, so-called bad person. I'll go, yeah, I accept God, and then well, I'm free to go. Right? No, it doesn't work that way. Basically, what they're saying is that if you are truly awakened and realized that you are of, say, a spirit having a human experience here, right? all the awarenesses, all the good, all the bad that you think as they described you gets eliminated and you see the beauty, the grandness of who you are as you cross over. So that's what they're talking about. Is there a heaven or hell? I kind of described that um, on what happens after we die. But is there a heaven and hell? Not in reality, no. Uh, there is a heaven space. There is a hell space. Uh, I, uh, and, and, and what happens, though, is that it's not dictated by being good or bad. It's not uh, being by how many people you help. Right? It's not by uh, condoning to one religion uh, or subscribing to a certain specific religion. Okay? And again, it really depends on how awakened you are. Right? The hell that you live uh, is basically here, physically, not understanding who you truly are, and that's why you suffer through uh, day in, day out. Okay? So this is the hell that you're living. If you if you were awakened, okay? and it, and that awakening doesn't mean that you have to die or cross over uh, to experience heaven. 
If you were awakened, you would have in physical form heaven on earth. That's what all all the religions talk about. So, do we need to accept a religion to go to heaven? Uh, no, not at all. In fact, uh, again, th with my abilities through two near-death experiences, uh, I can see what happens uh, after after life. I actually help people um, uh, on the other side. Uh, and there's a podcast on that. Okay, we're not going to get into the details on that. Um, but do you need to ascribe to a religion to go to heaven? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, in, uh, sadly to say, and a lot of times, I actually see religion as a hindrance to going to heaven because there's a lot of there's a lot of control features in the religion. Maybe in the pure religion, again, I'm not dis uh, not dissuading you from the religion, but understanding, say, the purity of the religion in its original form, the way it was intended, yes, that would give you uh, a pathway to go to heaven. Okay? Uh, as Jesus put it, there is only one path to enlightenment or one path to God or one path to heaven. Okay? And he wasn't talking about himself. He was actually talking about being awakened. There's only one path, right? Uh, if you're not awakened, you're not going to be into that. You're not going to go into that heavenly space. It's just simple as that. How do you awaken? You might be asking, is it by good deeds, bad deeds? No, not at all. It's by you being completely aware of your physical form as you go through life. Right? Is there a real right or wrong? Right? It depends. Okay? And you might be asking, well, what kind of answer is that to that question, right? So it depends on if you're talking of, say, a spiritual right, okay, a higher order or the back-end programming of what creates your life, or are you talking about physical life here, okay? There is only one right, one wrong in the spirit level, and that's why I always say that the constants that go there or the laws that affect us at spirit level are very strict, or the physics of what the spiritual physics, as I call it, uh, of what happens to us or what controls us, the laws that control us, okay, are very, very uh, strict compared to what's here. Okay, you have a lot of leeway, so there really is no right or wrong. And again, if you give me any example, heinous crimes, uh, uh, death, you know, stealing, anything like that, you know, in this physical form, there's always a situation that it could be right for you, right? So think of it that way. But, you know, on the spirit side, okay, uh, a right is always a right, a wrong is always a wrong. So it depends not on the good person that you are, the bad person that you are, but what reality that you're talking about. Physical reality here, uh, again, that depends, okay, on the situation that you're in or your true intent of why you you were in that situation, right? On the spirit realm, no matter what your intent was, there's only one intent, uh, and there's only one right, one wrong. Does my life matter? Okay. And it's a resounding yes. But then you might ask, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm not, you know, contributing to society. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm depressed. Uh, whatever it might be. Um, that's not true. That's not true at all. Let me explain. Okay. And you might, you know, there's what, 7 billion people, 7 plus billion people, uh, world population today. Uh, 
you go, well, one less person is not going to matter. No, 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 that's not, uh, that's not true at all. In fact, you were created here for a higher purpose than, say, what you think your life is about in physical form. Okay? Uh, imagine yourself or imagine humans here creating this beautiful tapestry. Okay? Every single spirit, every single being, every single life matters. Because that tapestry will never get finished if you don't complete, say, your purpose on life. And the purpose, uh, I explain that, so take a look at, say, what is your life purpose? I'm not going to re-explain it for you, but there, uh, we just covered that question. So what happens is that when you become so present, okay, you start to complete the tapestry there are moments in time that haven't been created and it goes on to you because you are that significant cog in in this spiritual realm okay in this physical form uh you are that significant significant cog that will that will complete that beautiful tapestry that we call life and come into a oneness Why do I exist? Very similar to does my life matter? But the reason why you exist, uh, and again, there's many beautiful ways of experiencing life, but it's re the reason why you exist is to understand who you truly are in your highest form. Okay? So what that means, uh, again, in religious terms, and again, I'm not religious in any way, but many of you are, is because... Uh, and I'll define it that way, is that uh, in religious terms, they define it as uh, walking here and seeing this earth through your spiritual eyes or heaven on earth. Okay? So that's why you exist. Uh, your mission here, should you choose to accept it, is really to awaken to the level to figure out to be here in, in spirit body without the need of physical form. And that's why you exist. All right, guys. So those are the questions or the answers to the top 13 spiritual questions of all times. Right? And I know the answers that you got was very different than the ones that you expected. But mind you, uh, those are the answers that are going to help you uh, become abundant in your life. All right, guys. Take care. I will see you in Podcast 101 or some other event. Uh, that I do. Take care and notice what you notice.